Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 23 of Be With Me. I'm titling today, Being Wrong Versus Being Wrong. We're in this section where the bad behavior of believers towards each other resulting in lawsuits has resulted in the loss of the witness to the world. And that is the bad behavior of the Christian church suing each other resulted in the bad belief or the unbelief or making the church not winsome towards other. So the remedy was a posture of willingness, readiness to be wronged. So not to be wrong, it's the posture of actually the right in the situation, but the posture is the right way to handle disputes, which you definitely will have, is a willingness to be wronged for Christ's sake, just like he, he did, and he, he was reviled. So we're going to start the passage by a verse where he says, it's, it's okay to be defrauded, uh, as a as a priority. Now this bristles. I realize this bristles against every personal and immediate sense of justice that every which one of us has. All right. So here we go. So this is from First Corinthians, chapter six and verse seven. To have lawsuits at all with one another is already a defeat for you. Why not rather suffer wrong? Why not rather be defrauded? But you yourselves wrong and defraud even your own brothers. And then he's going to start a new section here. Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Don't be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. But, that's the big word in the passage, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. So think about these two groups of people. Is There's this group of what you're saved from, and then it moves to what you're saved to. And what he's saying is, you need to change. That That is, live like people who God has appeared to, whom God walks among, who God indwells. And you guys aren't the before people, you're the after people. And they, those after people are washed and sanctified and justified by the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and the Spirit. So you were before people, and such were some of you, it says. And then he lists this litany of arrogant sins against God. So these are all things under the category of arrogance or pride, which is something that the Corinthians uh, and us specialize in. So unrighteous behavior. Uh, He says the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. That is, if you have behaviors that are indistinguishable from that of the world, that is not the effort that we're looking for. So he says, don't be deceived. And then he lists things that are actually supposed to change after you become a believer. He talks about passion for people, passions for God, uh, passions uh, for uh, intimacy. He talks about ownership and work and money and words and more money. So here, here's the list. Don't be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers. So there's supposed to be a big difference, 
after the work of God. They're supposed to be sort of after people. So there's a lot that goes into this last verse here where it's a summary of the whole Christian walk, which is you're washed, you're sanctified, you're justified. Um, and that is there's this conviction that's that happens first, and then you're called, and then you repent, and then you're uh, struck by your sin, and you're baptized, and then you have this progressive sanctification, uh, or or a nice way to say that is progressive spiritual growth. And that process of spiritual growth is evidenced by behaviors. And then you have this list of maybe 10 things of how your behavior and attitudes and conduct and character will change. Now, I'd like to say this before uh, before we end, is who of us, when we come to the Lord, stands perfectly before God? So who of us doesn't have something uh, on this little checklist here of the box that they don't uh, uh, check off sexual immorality idolatry adultery homosexuality thievery greedery, greedery drunkenness reviling and swindling who of us doesn't doesn't have something like that uh, in our either history or in our uh, present well the point is nobody stands without a need of a savior that is nobody stands perfectly if so then Christ, suffered and died in vain so if you have one of those one of those sins that you're that you're checking off there uh, then you are in good company at least to start but the point is in the spiritual walk is don't stop there and just say hey nobody's perfect you know we're all sinners period end of story no that's not where the passage ends. the passage ends with Christ's presence and being washed and being sanctified so there's change um, that is mentioned and, and really expected. So the sanctification process is this get holy process. I like the way that the ESV notes said is that a person who uh, becomes a believer will break with their love of sin. They'll break with the power of sin. They'll break with the practice of sin. And they'll join with the Holy Spirit to, to start practicing um a sanctified process. So in conclusion, if you have a list of sins, then come to the Lord, receive his Holy Spirit, get sanctified, just like the Corinthians, and such were some of you. Thank you for listening. I'll see you tomorrow.